You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. of the Isles podcast you made it buddy it's the perfect offseason yes the one we wait for probably our favorite pod to record every year i forgot to do it <laughs> no you didn't i don't believe you for a second that is such a lie you you, you have so many in your head you could probably rattle off like six different perfect off seasons on the fly if you needed to so i will be completely honest it was the it was the hardest one to really put together so i do have extras <laughs> that I need it's like a, a, the extra ideas. I didn't do it. So I did too. I have a couple where if like, if this doesn't happen, then yeah. this type of, thing. for your sake, I did not create multiple perfect off seasons. That's really nice. I have you. my perfect off season. And then I have other ideas that I think are okay. also interesting Good. at the same time. Good. Um, I can't wait, but this is like, look, <laughs> just went to, so we, for those uh, who might not know, yeah, check yeah, it yeah. out on YouTube. We're actually doing this one in YouTube because it's a big, big pod. It's a big pod, right? So, and yeah. just lowered himself his seat. What was well, he thinking there? Were you too tall? You felt like you were bigger than me. Well, you are bigger than me. Not why I am bigger than you. Statement. I am bigger than you. And uh, given that there's been a lot of lack of running with Walker, oh, you're feeling big. Yeah, I just figure if I, if I get smaller, the, at least the table can cover up a little bit. <laughs> it's a belly thing. Yeah, it's a belly oh, thing. Buddy. Yeah, it's a belly thing. I think you look great. Man. Thanks, pal. I, love, I appreciate the... My hair's all messed up. I'm wearing headphones all morning. I don't well, care. That's what we do. I mean, the hair's fine. I, like, I'm not like Elliot who will like, have it behind his ears. I, it's so lame. Which I'm is sorry. like, dude, I, I, yeah. It's so lame. Like, here's, here's what I don't get about the beat writers. Like, what are you dressed up for? Thank you. Like, you're just covering a football I've game. I've said this forever. Howard, I understand. You're on the sideline. You're and Howard's, Howard's, it's a brand. Like, that's what Howard does, you know? Just wear something semi-nice. Just be a normal person. You don't have to wear a suit. Like what you're wearing today. Yeah, totally just fine. Just don't wear this to a football game. totally fine. Game. You're representing WIP. Like, cool. Yeah. It, like, I just, it's enough. Thank like, you. the NBA coaches now, like, they used to wear suits. Now they just wear jumpsuits. <laughs> it's like, like, like and, and they're probably stuff. like, "Why the hell did we ever wear suits?" <laughs> yes. Now I do appreciate the baseball managers still wear uniforms, <laughs> best. which is ridiculous. It's so absurd that they still. <laughs> it's the only sport where they do it. Yeah. It's like, why, dude, why? I need Sirianni wearing a jersey and pads I on know. game day. Can you imagine? <laughs> I think that'd be amazing. Well, do you remember when Mike Nolan wore mm-hmm. the yeah the suit on this? It was ridiculous. <laughs> he looked he looked so dumb. Yeah. I was like, this is not cool. This is not like tough. You look like a you're mold. not Tom Landry. You look ridiculous. Yeah, you're not Tom Landry. You're exactly not Tom right. Yeah, get a dumb little hat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. So um, it was a really tough, perfect offseason put together because, you know, as I was going through it, they're sort of set. I know. Like, they're so, which disappoints me. You have no idea. Like, you have no idea how many bullpen pieces I wanted to sign. Mm-hmm. And I just came back to it like, they're good. Like, I know. they're good. They don't need 
a lot of bullpen help. Like they're what I am. I am a a lost man. I know. I have no identity without finding my bullpen. I have no. I have no. I have a semi-interesting bullpen trade, but I don't have like my patented. Derek Hall for Hunter Henry or Hunter Harvey or uh, or Michael Givens trade that I've had so in it's my not perfect really off. a perfect off season. It's almost like I know. A, uh, I know. An off season. I actually think I try to be too Dombrowski ish. <laughs> you did, yeah. Well, because so I went for it. I was like, it's my perfect off season. I'm I'm bringing it. I know. Are we gonna Are we gonna be uh, <laughs> Are we shouting at each other? Today? So here's the thing. I wanted to start there. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little mad at Joe Giglio. I feel like he sucked a little bit of the the. So I texted Jack. Full disclosure was like Friday night. I yeah. texted Jack, and I was like, "I'm so excited about the perfect off season. I'm doing stuff now." And I text him an hour later. I'm like, "I spent the last hour where I'm, I'm so excited about it. I have I've got all. I showed him my notes yesterday. It's like way too many notes. I actually really like this. Is I close my I close my this eyes. This is your so pod. I'm just here to like give mine and hang out and really react to yours. I went for it I this did. year. I was a lot. You have more notes than me, which is actually shocking. I know. It's, I really yeah. took it seriously. I got a fun trade you're not going to be expecting. I may or may not have actually attached some prospects to trades. Not all of them. Hit I the breaking news, Sounder. from you. We don't have but Sounders. We took it very seriously. Then we go with Joe Giglio, and we have to like give a lot of our thoughts. And it's like, well, that sucked a little of the, the spontaneity out of it. A yeah. little, I'm a little mad at Giglio. I, yeah, I got to say it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, it's, it's, I think, first off, you'd be speaking for a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm the first person You're not the first person to have that, that, that okay, take. Um, and it's so fun. Like, all right, I get one one thing on Gilio. Like, he's one of our best friends. I love him. And he's a wonderful human. He's a great, and I'm sorry that sometimes his opinions annoy you. <laughs> I, people do not like them. And I, I've, like, it's fine. It's going to be okay. He's, yeah. he's good people. Um, so, uh, yeah, and... I did not expect to get into a, a, a back and forth about Mike Trout or Juan Soto. <laughs> I know. Uh, I had to make my point clear. Yeah. We're not going to yell at each other. No. Also, we'll, I, we'll be nicer about I it. I wasn't in a great mood, so I really just wanted to yell. <laughs> yeah, good. Okay, I, wanted, good. I wanted to yell about something. I got it. Yeah. Which is rare for you. Yeah. I mean, you being in a yelly mood is very unlike you. Yeah. Well, it's good. Things happen. Yeah. Um, Sports radio, a little <laughs> different from podcast. Oh, yeah. This is, believe me. We, <laughs> we don't, we've never yelled at each other on this podcast. Never. Well, we, definitely, and I'm sure you will too. I have definitely yelled at Elliot. Like, a oh, fair yeah, amount. For of sure. Like, I have, I have gotten actually angry with him and been like, no, you're too smart to say this. Like, you can't say uh, this. That's a reach, but. I'm trying to be nice, okay? I'm trying to be nice. But I don't think I've ever gotten that mad at you. Well, because you you look up to me. <laughs> yes, I look up to you. Yes, that's exactly right. That's <laughs> you like would never disrespect that. Yeah. Uh, well, no, we, we yelled at each other uh, about the Kimbrel thing. And, oh, yeah, we did a little yeah. bit. Also on the radio. Yeah, it was on the radio, though. On this pod. I don't think <laughs> no. we've ever yelled at each other. Like, in a room <laughs> should, we do that? should we do that at the end of every podcast? <laughs> Just find something to yell about. <laughs> something to yell about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No! Yeah. Idiot. Um, all right. Before we get to perfect off seasons, I do have to do one little thing. And it's a massive thank you to our listening audience okay which we always do and whatever but Seem, it seems like we do this once a podcast I just, I just interested like, to see where this is going now i'd just like to say to the i don't know 20s 30s 40s oh, of people yes. who chimed in saying they knew who joan didion was letting jack know that i was not crazy for saying that joan didion was someone that people cared about on the last pod i just from the every single one i saw and a lot of them were emails jack sent them to me like everyone warmed my heart. Every single one was like, "I'm right, Jack's wrong," right? And I really appreciate that. So thank you. That's why I just wanted. To, and there were a lot. There, there, were, there were a lot. Uh, and I'm sorry I if I didn't respond. <laughs> sorry if I didn't respond to every email. Um, <laughs> turns out, hand up, a lot of people like Joan Didion <laughs> was not was not aware of again who it was. Oh, who Joan Didion yeah, was. at all. Um, <laughs> I know. Ever so. <laughs> really clear yeah um so good on everyone for reading yes i would say i mean it just proves again that i i do believe that high hopes listeners are smarter and i, they, I actually had that same and they are more well read than any other podcast audience in human history um so i think that's a fair statement to make i have you thought any more about the james seltzer book club do you have peop things for for people to read this I've, week i mean i'm always reading books so yes of okay, course well what's in the james okay. seltzer book club this week so oh man. all right so what i'm so i actually 
from here to just be like, all right, I'm reading this. Yeah, yeah, read it. <laughs> it is weird. Start yelling so at people I'm to actually, read it. So I just, I'm actually, and again, the, the Joan Didion thing, I would also like to apologize to all the Joan Didion fans because the genesis of the conversation was that was the one book I didn't finish that yeah. I couldn't get through Joan Didion. Yeah. yeah, it's not like you're a big Joan Didion <laughs> no, fan. No, I was actually saying I'm- Because if you were, it would have turned into probably us yelling at each I'm other. I'm not a Joan Didion fan is the real yes. takeaway. I was not. But there were some great recommendations for some Joan Didion. I'm going to try again. Okay. So thank you to everyone out there. I'm going to give Joan another shot, especially seeing how much people loved her. Like, I feel like kind of an idiot for not getting. So, but I read a lot more for fun. I'm not reading like. Oh, when I think of things that are fun. Or anything. Reading fiction yes, books is number one. Fiction, yes. So fun. It is, it is maybe my favorite activity. Um, so <laughs> I just, I'm in the middle of a book called, uh, it's a sequel to a book called Fourth Wing, which came out last year by Rebecca Yaros. It is a, uh, a book about dragons. <laughs> it was the first one was amazing like blue is it the away. next is it gonna be the next franchise movie so franchise it's a little ya-ish to be honest like it's definitely a little like i'm not saying i feel like super proud about reading it but it's awesome and it's super fun i also just started the will trent series by karen slaughter so uh it's is that a real name <laughs> He's a detective. Um, so it's like what, hold on, she's a detective. Uh, he is. Karen oh. Slaughter wrote the books oh, okay. about Will Trent, who is a. Uh, it's actually in like the the Georgia FBI type of uh, thing. So yeah, riveting. They're good. They're good. The Will Trent books are good. They got, it's a TV show now, so oh, you know okay. it's good enough. You know, yeah. it's a popular thing. Well, I got a book for you. So whoa. whoa. Loud by Angelo Cataldi. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> Angelo's on that. Good friend. Should we bring him on? The high hopes. I mean, he's on so every single podcast that's thing. ever existed. Talking he's about on it. every pod that I, literally it is unbelievable. I see Angelo popping up on things I never even heard of. Yeah. I think he might say no to us. Oh, 100% for all the pods. Yeah, 100%. Like, he'd be like, I'll go on every pod, not that one. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. I, I'm excited to read the book. So it's it's it's. I, it'll be the it'll be the book I read. It'll be the book you read. Yeah, that'll be my James Seltzer book club uh, of the year. Of the, the year. one book you yeah. read of the year. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna read loud too. Gave me a nice personalized copy. I feel like he wrote me a personalized copy and ripped me in it. And same Did time. he really? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, for the turn ovations. Though. That's good. You I taught you nothing. Is, is what he said. Yeah. Well, listen, it was. He Very actually, I mean, he kind of, in a way, on our show, basically intimated that you ended his career, in a way. Because he's like... You're welcome, Philadelphia. Yeah, he's like, he's like, <laughs> I was gone. The Turner thing, I hated it. I was fully against it. I would have campaigned on the air. And it worked. He's like, so maybe I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Like, you really made him be like, all right, I guess, I'm, I, guess I truly am done. You, so he, you ended the Angelo Cataldi thing. So he's brought it up on every podcast he's been on. I know. And he really seems like he's in a he's in a mental tizzy about it. He doesn't like it. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't seem to compute <laughs> yeah. as to how it happens. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, listen, in a way, it's almost an ode to Angelo. It's just the complete opposite of the Dirty 30. I thing. love that. It's a good way to look at it. That's what I told him yesterday. Yeah. He didn't agree or respond, <laughs> but it was fine. It was great. We had a nice, long, off-the-air conversation. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't at all. <laughs> we didn't at all. Uh, shout out to Angelo. Check yes. out his book aloud. Jack yes. will read it. I will read it. We can maybe report on it, have a conversation about it without Angelo. On yeah. This <laughs> really good. We'll give our takes on the Angelo book without Angelo here. Yeah. It's been a good um, way to start will, the perfect offseason yeah, podcast. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> right I will come next week with some more book recommendations. I, I mean, I got all kinds of books. You don't have to. Okay. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> that was good. We're done. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, thank you. Perfect offseason time. Are we there? What, what are we, six minutes into the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> seems, seems like an appropriate time. Um, We're yeah. far more than six minutes into this yeah. podcast, right. I would guess. Uh, 13 minutes. 13 minutes <laughs> of dynamite sure. content. <laughs> Should we? Well, it wouldn't be us if we jumped right into it. I mean, what are we doing? All right, let's do it. Should we just do it? Yeah, I'll go first, as always, because yours is the main event. Yeah. Mine's just the little prequel that we'll get there. So, again, like notes, notes, notes. Are you showing that notes. to the camera? The yeah, problem is the camera, the camera can't see it. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to give it away. I just want them to see that I had to scroll four times in my notes app to get to the bottom. Uh, I even have opening statements. Jack. Really? Yeah. Three important. Why things. do you have an opening statement? Three important things to note philosophically about my perfect off season. One, I acknowledge that it can't be perfect at every single spot on the roster, but I'm pretty close. Also, you know, I'm expecting in-season upgrades. They can still make the team better. Like, I will say at the start, I don't have a great right-handed bench on the bat. I'm sorry about that. I'm working on it. 
we can get someone during the season or maybe get there. You have a, okay? you have a great right-handed bench on the bat? Yeah, on the bench. Right-handed bat coming off the bench. Damn it. That one's on me. Wow. I'll t- unlike Elliot, who would be like, I didn't say that. Like, did, we, did you see the, the thing we had on the pod, the Go Birds pod? No. Elliot made a very inappropriate comment by mistake and then refused to believe that he said it, even though people tweeted at him and he said it, until Tucker sent the video of him saying it to us. So I appreciate, you know, I will just acknowledge when I'm wrong. Okay, so now I'm a good right-handed bench bat. Uh, number two, most importantly, and this is the most important thing that I'm going to say here, I trust Brian Barber and Preston Mattingly and the front office infrastructure to replace and restock the guys I'm trading away. Because guess what? I'm trading some guys away. Nice. <laughs> so prepare yourself. But but this is what good organizations do. What championship organizations do is when they have a real window, and this team is right in the thick of a window, they trust their organizational strength, their or- ability to 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 draft and develop new players, to be able to trade away some of those guys they have to bolster the the, the organization, or well, the, the major league. And, bef- and before you get into it, I, I think that is an important thing to talk about Like where we're at with this team right now is that they have evolved into into being in that window. Like we, We've we talked about their window. We've talked about, like, they should do this now. Like now stone cold in the window. Now's the time. Yeah. And, and you my know, perfect offseason reflects that in a big good. way. Good. And, and what I like about what John Middleton has said, you know, before last season was no one remembers how much, how much money all these 1927 Yankees. So, like, if he's in that mindset, I mean, I think he's also going to be on board with we got it, it. The Phillies right now, now you can't sell everything, but it's about these next four years. Agreed. Like that's all that... All that matters you is have these next four years. Position your organization about these next four years, and that's funny because that's my third thing. Uh, I know I'm spending John Middleton money. Yes, <laughs> we're off, very good at my it. My off season is admittedly greedy. I'm going to say that, but he has said he wants to spend. He has said he wants to win. I believe in him, and uh, I know our guy Jack's going to spend to win, and I believe he will continue to spend to win titles. Okay, my perfect off season. Here we go. I'm not going trout fishing, pal. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I can't do it. That hurts. I'm winning it with Juan, buddy. I'm winning it with Juan. How about that? We're going to fight about it again. I'm trading for Juan Soto. He's better. He's a much, much, much better baseball player than Mike Trout. I know it's one year, but I'm going to Well, he's healthier. He's not better. Okay. He's better. Now, at, at this what, do you want to do? You want to do a total package or just hitting? That's a good point. I'm just talking hitting. Okay. That's fair. I, he's not He's not great in the outfield. No, really? He's not. <laughs> We're going to be back to having a bad left fielder. That's fine. I can accept that because we'll have such good players in other positions defensively. Uh, I know it's a one-year deal, so you got to help me. I have I have names on here. Okay. It's only one year. I think I might be too much. Is Mick Abel, Johan Roas plus too much? It's probably too no. much. You think that's the right amount? Yes. Okay, so that's why I have. I have Mick Abel, Johan Roas, and a third prospect in there. Okay. Fair? I actually think I might cost more. It's possible. Well, I said a third good prospect. So okay. I'm- um, listen, like... Obviously, I'm not going to be mad if they trade for Juan Soto. He's Juan freaking Soto. It's just the the one-year thing does worry me. And I, I, if if they've already gone this far, if Scott Boris, and he's one year away from free agency, yeah, hitting gonna it take him to free at 26. But spend. Win him. Well, get him. Sure. But there's also going to be more bidders out there for him. So, of course, they have to go over. And it, to trade a lot for one year of Juan Soto. Now, if, if it's the World Series window, sure. Um, and it's and, it, and obviously well, he puts the them. And my thought is that with with Trout, I have no faith that he's going to stay on the field. And again, like we talked about in the last one, you made a very compelling case for Trout. When you make your perfect offseason, I'm not going to fight. If they trade for my Trout, I'm not going to be like mad or whatever. Obviously, I'll be in on it. I just I would rather guarantee my lineup this year with Juan Soto, and especially if I can win a World Series with that guy, I think he's going to stay. I think they're going to keep him here. Um, a lot of his guys are here, which is um, important. And his guys are here. Kevin Long's here. Trey Turner's here. Brace Harper's here. Like, all these guys he knows and has played with. Kyle Schwarber. Like, so I do think that matters. I think it's a good spot for me. He wants me on the East Coast. So I know it's a risk. I get that. But but I'm I'm trading for Juan Soto. I'm giving up the pieces to do it. Um, all right. So that's my first move of the offseason. Um, now the pitcher thing. I'm letting Nola walk. Okay. I'm not excited about it. And if I thought I could get Nola for a, a cheaper price and cheaper years, I would do it. But I'm trying to be realistic with this. So I am signing. And again, I don't think this guy's going to come here, but this is my perfect offseason. I'm signing Yoshinobu Yamamoto to an eight-year, $200 million contract. Nice. I think it's a fair number. I did a lot of research about potential contracts for this guy. It seems like a, a appropriate number. I'm stretching. 
I'm taking eight years. He's only 25 years old. He'll be essentially a, a year older than Nola is now when the contract is done. Yeah. Uh, I think he's awesome. Yeah. I actually, I, I was about to say scouted. I did not scout. I watched, I watched. You scouted him. I no, you scouted him. Like I watched a lot. Like, you know me, I'm not Mr. What, that's you. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. I watched a lot of this kid and he's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Man. Like he is legit, legit. He's won the pitching triple crown three times, won MVP twice, won their Cy Young three times. Like, I just think he's awesome. And he's only 25 and there's so much future in front of this kid. I would rather pay a 25 year old a ton of money then pay Aaron Noller, pay Blake Snell. That's what it comes down to me for, me for me in terms of signing a pitcher. And again, I don't think it's going to happen, but I want you. I want him. I want Yamamoto. That's my move. So, uh, not to give mine away too, but I also am signing Yoshi. <laughs> I'm signing Yoshi. Now I'm signing him for six one seventy five. Okay, but still, I mean, it's it's going to be around there yeah. between six and eight years. Uh, everything you said, twenty five years old. Like I, I think tw- I think that's the most important part. Me too. Like he's that was 25. my main thing. So even if even if he comes over and ends up being a three, the the thing about Yamamoto that's so enticing is that Wheeler's here under contract, or well, they got resigned after next year. Um, we do have Andrew Painter coming in 2025, and and it's hard to bank on him, but he was a top five can't miss prospect until he needed Tommy John. So if you go, if he lives up to the hype, and you can go Wheeler Painter Yamamoto Ranger. Right? Sanchez. <laughs> I mean, dude. I mean, it's, well, it's that's nasty. Why I like the idea, and you'd have to sign Soto, but I like the idea of having these, because it does seem like the Phillies are into the stretching contracts thing. And oh, yeah. to signing guys long-term for cheaper IAV, which is smart, and I like it. And obviously, look, there's going to be some some payment on the back end that, that might not be as pretty as we want it to be. But if you're already doing this thing, I like the idea of staggering that staggering them. You know, you got the Turner-Harper one going for a while, then you add the Soto-Yamamoto with them, and you're kind of just, you got a four- force them to just carry you forward and Wheeler will be signed too. So I love it. And again, I, I get the Soto stuff, but I need one Soto here. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, all right. I have two more big moves, three moves total, two more big moves. Uh, one, one more, one more big move, but um, a, a minor move, but um, I'm making two bullpen moves. I don't even know that we need two bullpen guys, but I can't help myself. I'm signing Hector Neris. Yes, bring him back. <laughs> he's coming home, man. He's awesome. He was really good again this year in Houston. As long as he's not the closer. He gets a, no, I'm, I got that coming. Don't worry. I got that coming. Closer. Um, so I'm signing Hector two years, 20 million. I feel like that's yeah. probably pretty fair. He opted out of a one year, eight and a half million dollar deal. I think two for 20. Yeah. Give him that extra year, a little bump. So I, I think Hector, uh, two years, 20 plus the vibes thing, man. Like he was one of those guys who was beloved here. We need all, Phillies back. All you, but all you ever heard about Hector, was everyone loved him. Like yeah. all the guys loved him. I think he fits in perfectly. He's freaking awesome. Learn some stuff with the Astros. I mean, sad to say world series champion, Hector Neris. Yeah. Um, well, we don't acknowledge that. No, and he's no. not, he, and he's not allowed to bring his ring, but I if bring, he's, no, 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 Lose it. Like lose it. Kelsey did. Exactly. Okay, um, bring Hector home. All right. So this is, this is my last big move. Um, and it's more a symbol of the idea, the type of move I want to make, because I know they go sign Hader. It's the only closer on the market that I'm. If they want to go sign, I'd be like, all right, cool, that that's a closer. Yeah. Like Liam Hendricks had Tommy John. He's not gonna be ready. All that stuff. Which I did not know on last week's podcast. I realized that. I found it out in between, yeah. and I was like, ooh, gotta bring yeah. that up. Um. So and look, I don't know if this team would trade this guy, and I'm not saying he's my favorite, but I think he's pretty good, and he's 26. He's under control through 27. I know I'm going to have to give up something legit to Gavin. I have Justin Crawford as the person I'm giving, but it might be too much. You have to tell me on that. But there were rumors about him last year at the trade deadline. I think that this team is in the process of rebuilding. 27's not that far away. They're definitely not going to pay him after. I'm trading for Alexis Diaz to be my closer. Okay. Rumors last year at the trade deadline, they were talking about moving him. It was a thing. More the idea that I'm trading for a closer. Okay. That whether it's Bednar, whether it's Diaz, I think I think Diaz is who I can get a little cheaper than getting Bednar. I think Bednar would cost more. I think Alex Lang costs you more. I think you get Diaz for a little bit cheaper. They were already thinking about moving. I think it's a team that's willing to make kind of weird moves like that too yeah. in the Reds, where you wouldn't. It's kind of antithetical. So I'm trading for actor. For do you think it costs Crawford? I had Crawford for Diaz. As uh, my trade. Uh, probably might, Crawford and like another and another yeah. something. I mean, we know how valuable. Closers are. Yeah. Closers are. So, and he's really good. He's really good. Edwin Diaz's brother, yeah. for people who don't know. Uh, Edwin Diaz versus Alexis Diaz <laughs> right? for the next. I mean, that's kind of fun. So I was trying to find someone that made sense to, and I'm willing, again, I know that in these deals, I'm giving up Mick Abel, Yohan Roas, Justin Crawford Plus. Like, I get it. I am draining the farm system, but I'm yeah. keeping Aiden Miller, and I'm keeping Andrew Painter, and I'm keeping some other dudes who I like coming up. So, huh, Who do you like coming up? We'll get there. <laughs> uh, so I feel good about that. And then my last move. Yeah. 
Um, uh, and this is a bench movement again. I know it's a left-handed bat, but it's to replace Jake Cave. I still need more. I know we got. It's Do we a, need to replace Jake Cave? I mean, he was so good well, last year. You're right. It's a good point. The he, point is start opening the day starter. Replace Jake is the wrong word to to uh, to take his spot on the roster. I guess that's replace. Same thing. Um, I'm signing Eddie Rosario to a one-year, five million dollars deal. Nice. I just want a dude who's freaking done it, and who, when he steps up in the playoffs, I feel like if I need a guy to come up in a, a spot and get me a pinch hit in the playoffs, I feel like he's going to come through for me. And that's that's that dude, and can spot start if you had to. But like, he's good, and he comes through in the. He's a freaking NLCS MVP. I know they don't necessarily need another lefty bat, but that's my move there. I just need Eddie Rosario here again. I'm admitting I I need to upgrade at the end of the day at right-handed bat on the bench. And I'm going to need to, uh, you know, the the question about the fifth starter. Walker's still on my team. It is what it is. So here's my, I'll give you my lineup and, and bullpen as it stands after my offseason. Schwarber leading off. And again, you could argue how the lineup plays out. I got a couple lefties in a row, whatever. But Schwarber leading off, Turner in the two-hole, Harper in the three-hole, Juan Soto in the four-hole. Not bad. JT in the five-hole, Stott six, Bohm seven, Marsh eight, Cassie nine. <laughs> you can move Cassie yeah. up, whatever. Yeah. It was more of a statement. Yeah. I mean, that's it's a pretty damn good lineup there. Yeah. Rotation, Wheeler, Yamamoto, Ranger, Sanchez, Walker. Mm-hmm. I feel really good about that. Walker's your five. Like, that's okay. Um, and then a bullpen of of Diaz, Alvarado, Neris, Kirkering, Strom, Soto, Sir Anthony, and Hoffman. Mm-hmm. And a bench of Sosa, Stubbs, Pache, and Rosario. Like, it's not perfect. <laughs> feels pretty close to perfect. So. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I feel Ros- really good about it. My only problem I with... a r- lot of effort and work in this year, my friend. Rosario, I just know would come here and immediately Instant. go back to being I like being twins Rosario. I know. Um, which, because uh, like on paper, of course, like kills him. Just I kills this team. I love him, dude. No, it's just like, him. it's like Conan all over again. We were like the one guy in the, in the Braves, whatever, was game four. We're like the one guy we didn't yeah. want to come to the dude, It was the one guy Rob Thompson planned the bullpen around was Eddie Rosario, exactly. which is insane, yeah. but you have to. Um, so that's a really good team. I'm proud of you. Thank you. It, this might be the best I've ever done in yeah. the perfect offseason. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Showtime. Showtime. It's like a, can I get a drum roll? Drum roll. I'm sure Tucker can put that in. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get Tucker to do extra work. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> oh wow. Tucker. Tucker's <laughs> leaving the studio. He's furious. Um all You're right. not the fryer for nothing, okay? Um all right. So I'm just letting you know. I don't have I don't have I you might actually have more moves than me, which is which is disappointing for I'm sure a lot of people. <laughs> wow. I know. It's gonna be shocking. It me. is gonna be shocking. All right. My first move. Is I'm trading Justin Crawford, Mick Abel, William Bergola, and Taiwan Walker to the Angels for Mike Trout and Carlos Estevez. Love the Estevez add on there. Thank you. That is a really Estevez is a good pitcher. Yeah, and he can close. Obviously. And he can close. So I get my closer. I get Mike Trout. So wait, say that. So Abel Crawford and who? Bergola. And okay. Taiwan Walker, so I get off the Taiwan well, that, Walker. Taiwan's a big key. Yeah. With the, the so it's salary. three, it's so three you're top. You're not paying any of Trout down, but you're just giving the salary back and in a way paying off the 50, whatever, 60 million that he has left. 54 for Taiwan. He's it's 50, 54? 54 oh, yeah, million. Oh, yeah, because he was 72. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he was a little higher in the first year? He's about 18 million a year. There's 18 million a year left on his deal. I, th- I thought it was 14 million a year. Did I do bad math? Seventy-two four. I, oh, I did bad math. That's my fault. Wow, he makes eighteen million a year. That's crazy. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that great? <laughs> that's crazy. Doesn't that make For you some excited? In my head, I had fourteen million. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's eighteen. No, it's terrific. eighteen. It's Better. awesome. Yes. Get rid of that. I just please. Um. Dave. So yeah. So Justin Crawford, who I think is gonna be pretty good. I um, do too. But we'll see. They already have a lot of center fielders and or a lot of outfielders. Um, he might not. We don't know if he's gonna develop power. Like his whole. He either is gonna be a, a nice ball player or a great player, and it's gonna depend on if he can develop some power or not. Mick Abel. Uh, I still think has a chance to be a stud, but like it, it, there, there's just major control issues with them. So, um, well, I mean, I think. I think another year of kind of development would do wonders for him. Oh, I don't think he's ready for next year. Los Angeles. Oh yeah, they're gonna they're gonna develop him so well. <laughs> it's, <a poor> <laughs> it's almost like you could try you could put whatever prospect that I'd be like <laughs> they're not gonna be able to like, develop him. Oh, this career didn't work out. Yeah. That sucks. Besides, Ohapi Ohapi worked out. Yeah, but Ohapi just hits. Yes, I don't think they. I, and and to be fair, I think Ohapi was like ready for the majors when we traded him more or mm-hmm. less too. So they didn't really have to develop him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm getting I'm getting my trout. Like I I just. The more and more I think about, it, like I, I want a right-handed, patient bat. I love how in you are. I well, love how, like, he's when just, first started, you were like, you made the trout fishing joke on that pod, and you're like going trout fishing. It was like kind of in jest, but kind of serious. And now you're like fully yeah. in on trout fishing. Well, because 
I think they're getting one of the best players at a discount in the in the history of baseball. And the injury stuff, I do. I'm not not acknowledging the injury stuff. But even a semi-injured Mike Trout is still a really good baseball player, as long as he's healthy in October and whatever. And I think they have a better chance to manage him here. And I which th- is the key. And I think that I do like at some point he has to leave Los Angeles if he wants to have any semblance of like a legacy, a legacy kind of um, for his career. So it feels like the right time for it. The Angels, when they lose Otani, I mean, he, is he going to be looking around like, what the hell do I have here? Why am I staying here? Because I because I don't want to, you know, be in the bright lights of whatever town I go to. I mean, like the Cardinals, I think would be in on him, but like I just don't know where he goes to 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 to. You know, I mean, here, I don't think the Yankees. I think the Yankees are probably going to get Soto. I, yeah, if I again, this is my perfect offseason. I do not expect the Phillies to get one. Soto. Um, in fact, I think it is. Highly unlikely the Phillies will get one. Soto. Like the Mets, they talk about going into a two-year rebuild. Do they want to trade for Mike Trout right now? Um, like Red Sox, I get. I don't. Yeah, like, I think Soto is more likely for the Mets to trade him for a year and then sign. They're more likely to just wait and try and sign him though. If anything, I think. Of course. So I just think it's the right time, and I, and I think if you can get Taiwan in the deal, that pays down. It, it takes a little bit of money off your books. You have seven years, two twenty left on on Trout, I believe. It's not like insane, you know. We're paying. Cassiano's 125 million over five years, you know. So uh, yeah, wait, no, I thought he was he was 100, wasn't he? I thought he was five 125. Either way, yeah, I think he's 500. He's 360 left. He's, yeah, yeah, he's 500 because because he was the same amount but one next year in Schwartz. Right. So bring me Mike Trout and bring me Carlos Estevez, who I wanted them to sign last year. Yeah, and they did not. Yeah. I'm signing Yoshi Yamamoto to six years, 175. <laughs> Love that we're on the same page on this. Don't have to give up a draft pick, yep. which is important to me. Important to you, that's for sure, yeah. And I think he's just really freaking good. That's like you, you look at his pitch mix. Um, it's it's Darvish ish. Uh, Darvish had more pitches, but he has that little flippy curveball that he can get in. The my one pitching concern with Yamamoto is the fastball. Like the four seamer just looks a little flat. So, but he did show a feel for a two seamer and a cutter in some of the videos I saw. So, um, but I like he doesn't walk people. He pitches deep into games. Seems like a horse. Seems and like he's, a horse. And he's twenty five years old. So pitching big games over there, like that matters. That matters. Yeah. And I would just like Blake Snell at thirty one, no interest. No, which is just I mean Blake Snell today or last night just won his second sight. No, I'm with you. I am not. I, look, I did the same thing. I went Yamamoto. We both said we'd rather have Nola than Snell. You know, obviously years and money are, are part of it, but I, I just think it is pretty funny because I don't ever remember someone who's like had just won the Cy Young that year who like more people are like, eh. Yeah, I'm good. Right, I guess I. Well, like, I mean, the Stark laid it out really well yesterday about how like they're well. First off, they said they're lukewarm, which is good, but. Like he's just so you don't know what you're getting. Yeah, you have no idea what you're getting. Um, and paying him off that off a career-ish year, uh, again, just it doesn't add up to me. So, um, I'm getting Yamamoto, and and I think uh, I think him and Wheeler into Painter is a really good future one, two, three. Me too, man. Um, I think and, and Rangers a good four. Like I think you got like wow, Rangers a four is a steal. That's what I'm saying. And even Sanji, we like him. Like like that is your rotation through this this window. I mean, that you got. Assuming everyone stays healthy, you got one of the best rotations in baseball mm-hmm. for the next four years. Yeah, and I think Yamamoto's floor is really high too. Ceiling, I mean, obviously Snell's ceiling's higher. Yeah, well, Snell's ceiling is. is but, but, but I think his floor, like, I think Yamamoto for the next six years, seven years, is probably going to be a three-five and below guy well, most it's years. Kind of, it's kind of like getting a new Aaron Nola in a lot of yes. ways, right? Where it's like the the high end is is high. He's like a top five Cy Young type guy potentially or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's never, or theoretically, we believe he's never going to give you those those bottom seasons where he's going to just go out and eat innings for you and and, and give you good stuff. And stuff wise, um, like he's been compared a lot to Tanaka. I, I think his stuff's better than Tanaka's. Yeah. Uh, Darvish's stuff was really really good. Darvish's uh, stuff was was silly. Yeah. Especially like you mentioned before. I mean, I don't ever remember someone like where it's like, oh, this guy's got like fifteen pitches. Or yeah, he's got like a lot of eight pitches he's or got nine. Like he can really throw. I mean, that's like that's crazy. And one of those pitches. Schwarber hit 488 feet. You're damn right. <laughs> um, I am signing. I feel like I have been... Real quick, I just want to, again, it makes me so happy that we're both on Yamamoto. I, I, sometimes I feel like I'm, you know, not bringing it enough at the perfect offseason or I'll feel like I didn't... You know, I, I'm happy to hit on the pitcher you hit on. It nice. makes me feel good in my soul. Good. I'm happy for you. Yeah, me too. 
I feel like I've wanted the Phillies to sign this guy for a while because I think he's a veteran. I think he's a winner, and I think he's someone that would make this team better. Sign Michael Brantley to a one-year, eight million dollar deal. <laughs> oh yes, need him. He's a good player. He played player. left field in the playoffs last year. Not well. Dude, he's been a good player for forever. A long time. All he does is hit. He forever. goes over and freaking smacks it all. Over and it, and it's just like late in the game. It's you know I, I don't need the right-handed bench bat because I have Trout now. Um, so like it's more of a so, a luxury. Do you remember tangentially related to the Phillies in a way? Do you remember Michael Brantley? He originally got started in Cleveland. You remember? Who he was traded for? Who was one of the the centerpieces? One of two centerpieces. Oh yeah. C C Sabathia yeah. to the Brewers obviously would lead into the playoffs. So long Michael ago. Michael Brantley was a part of. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. He was a part of that trade. Yeah. Um. Obviously, he's been with the Astros forever. Like I, he's been in a million LCSs now because it's all they do is go to the LCS. No, yeah. No, he's definitely got. He's got big moments. Yeah. Big big at bats. Yeah. He's not gonna be afraid of the moment. So I think like bringing in a guy like that, older. That's what I wanted last year. It's like a better version of Eddie Rosario. What I'm talking about, like he's yeah. better, he's better hitter. Um, so he's a, it, it's it's what I wanted heading into the playoffs last year. I was like, I feel like they're a veteran. They need that veteran bench bat that I can trust in a big moment to go. Like had like Rosario that idea, but Brantley's a better hitter than Rosario. had Brantley been on the team last year. He's probably batting for Johan Rojas in the fourth, and then and then he can go Pache and 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 play defense and stuff. So um, I'm just bringing Michael Brantley in. Give me give me a professional hitter. Yeah, um, I think it's a great call. Now this one, all right. This is this is actually my last move. Wow, I'm I know, shocked. I know. I'm signing either Eric Fetty or oh, by Eric Fetty crushing Japan. Uh, no, the KBO. KBO, excuse me, in Korea, excuse me. I'm signing either Eric Fetty or Luis Severino okay. for one year, ten million. I need Sevy. Hold up, hold up. You think Sevy's gonna cost ten million? Dude, he got like a sixty ERA last year. That's my point. I oh, think it's too much. Like one year, five million or something. Uh, with all the injuries and all the, uh, I mean, not just he was like the worst pitcher in baseball yeah, for care. a month this year. Come on down. I don't think he costs anywhere near ten million. Okay, whatever. I I will never quit Sevy. I I, I will. And Fetty is like a vet minimum contract. I don't know. I guess I don't know. off of Merrill Kelly. I mean, did he you know? when he won the triple crown there? Dude, he had a two ERA over there. And like and 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 more importantly, and why I won Eric Fetty. And for everyone listening, I was say, just, yeah, I mean, if you've listened to IOS for a while, Jack. Asking to sign Eric Fetty. It's like the world is upside down right now. That's all I'm going to say. There was no pitcher I felt more confident in in the last five years. He was the new Volstad than the Phillies destroying Eric Fetty. Every pitch. There is no one I was like, bet the over, bet a Harper home run. They were going to smoke Eric yeah, Fetty. no doubt. Smoke Eric Fetty. He was a new Volstead for me. Remember how much they used to I, crush Chris Volstead? This is what I'm saying is I've heard like all all, all the Eric Fetty references on this podcast until now were about how much we crush him. Like that was it. That's and now. The time he's been brought up. Need him. Um, <laughs> what happened? Well, so the, so the story is, is Did that. He like changes, changes mechanics, get a new pitch. Like what do you do over there? So the, na- so the Nationals never had. Uh, you know, high velocity or high speed cameras. So like he had no idea about pitch shapes or anything. Oh my god! Until mis- organizational mismanagement. Organizational mismanagement went over there to I'm the KBO the Nationals. I mean, they've been on top of the Strasburg. They've been really for on sure. top of stuff. Um. <laughs> so like he apparently now understands everything about pitch shapes. I looked at exactly one sinker <laughs> from him and i said i don't need to see it don't need to see anymore that's one of the best sinkers i've ever seen um he figured it out he figured it out he was a first round pick also a vegas kid yeah um and i need him so it's this- great under the radar call by you on like so many levels the the, the obviously hilarious of it but i like the call yeah and shout out to robert Orr. you know is that so he's good robert Orr. Uh, yeah i enjoy him um but you know me, like I am such a sucker for this type of thing. That the so and maybe it's didn't a prisoner know about this stuff now knows about it. Like yeah, I'm in. Like that's the kind of I look whether it's a mechanical change, whether it's a new pitch, whether it's a new way of looking at how you pitch, all type of stuff. Like I am a sucker for that. Stuff. And maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment because um, I had to watch Merrill Kelly in a game six shove against us, mm-hmm. um, and he figured it out over mm-hmm. in, yeah, in, in right. the KBO. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I realized that my I haven't changed my water bottle since Game 7. <laughs> wow, you're still I'm holding on. That. I'm holding you on. Now we're on camera so people yeah. can see it. Shout out to Maureen. 
uh, from the fill uh, from the works in the the cafeteria upstairs. She yep. is the one who gave us those bottles. So shout out to Maureen, big fan of the show. Yep. <laughs> love you, Maureen. I'm sure everyone's on board. My Eric Fetty pick. So Eric Fetty or Luis Severino, like Severino. I just I he, I don't think he'll be that bad. I don't think he'll cost I mean, a lot of money. He is crazy talented. Like it's crazy talented. Yeah. Like it's this is a no now he's barely pitched since like and he did have a real injury that caused <laughs> him to miss like a season of yeah. baseball. Yeah, bring him here. I, I look, hey, bring him here. The Need him. There, I I think it was not exa- Luis Severino and Eric Fetty have completely gone would also there. consider Frankie Montas. <laughs> yeah, would. Ah, an old that's a staple of the perfect all season back in the day. It, it really <laughs> is. Frankie Montas has been mentioned. Give me Sevi Fetty or Frankie Montas. <laughs> That's my five. No, uh, that's phenomenal work. By so uh, Wheeler Yamamoto, Ranger, Chris Sanchez, Severino slash Fetty slash Montas. Love it. Um, the one thing there, and I was trying to find someone else that could sign that could be, like, but I don't. I don't want to sign a guy for a six man rotation. But like that's leaving myself a little bit bare on the back end mm-hmm. with you know because he knows how long those guys are going to yeah. stay healthy. Although Fetty should be all right from that standpoint. He's he was reliably bad for the Nationals for a long time, <laughs> so never got hurt. He was yeah, consistently he was out there. there. You're right. Um, lineup: Schwarber, Turner, Harper, Trouty, mm-hmm. Stott, Bohm, JT, Marsh, Castellanos. You both put Casti nine. That's hilarious. It's the only way it makes sense. I know. It's, it's the only, only way it makes sense. Uh, bullpen: Estevez, Alvarado, Sir Anthony, Kirkering, Strom, Soto, Hoffman. I can't believe you it's only a, added one one bullpen guy. Well, because they don't shot, need it. Like, I know, but it's just it's so surprising. They're so like so. Fangraphs does the depth charts or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like if you go to yeah, yeah, like they roster resource Fangraphs, they right. put them together. Yep. The relief pitcher was ranked number one. The Phillies are the best bullpen in baseball. Unbelievable! What? How far we've gone. Far, and they all throw hard. Yeah. Um, is like kind of cooled off towards the end of last he year. Did, but he was really good early on. Yeah. So <laughs> I have a I have a top top bullpen. I have Mike Trout, and I have my new number two that's 25 years old. I'm very happy. I love it. Yep. Well, yours is way more realistic than mine. Mine's not like <laughs> mine's not gonna happen. But I, um, I will give one other guy. And you said you've got some other options. I will say if I if I'm not trading for Juan Soto and I'm not and I don't get Mike Trout or Mike Trout isn't traded, I do like the idea of Jorge Soler. Yeah, I think that you know I don't think he's gonna cost too much. You know I think he's maybe about four for sixty or. A, Somewhere that type of guy, maybe less than that even, but like he's had so many big hits and so many big spots and he's the right-handed power bat that you could stick out there. Like he's not a great fielder. Mm -mm. Nope. (laughs) Not good. Not even good, we would say. But like, you know, we talked about having that right-handed power bat and he's not as patient as you want, but like the dude rakes. If you flip Cassianos this offseason... Bringing in Solaire makes a ton of sense. Yeah, and then exactly. you can keep Marsh on left. Or... Well, I would think you would move. If I did it, I would put Solaire in right, move Cassie to left, and keep Marsh in center. Right. Or, yeah. But if you wanted to keep you know defense first, you could, yeah, you could flip Cassianos and sign Solaire. Yeah. Um, I mean, having having Solaire and Schwarber in the same lineup would just be I'm hilarious. Saying. Like That'd be fun, man. Oh, my God. They'd just be smoking baseball. <laughs> I know. Just smoking baseball. And again, baseballs. another dude who, who, has, who has consistently shown up in the playoffs when he's been there. So... And he's, again, he's a World Series MVP. No big deal. I mean, he's made it, what, once in his career? I mean, he's he's many, on that Marlins team, he was smoking some balls. Well, not really. I, not guess, really. I guess Josh Bell was really Josh Bell. I noticed he did not sign Josh Bell, no, which is I disappointing. Do it. it just, it feels like, it feels like, some, it feels wrong to sign Josh Bell. Can Josh Bell, can no team sign Josh yeah. Bell? That's yeah. my, if I can. Hey, you know what? I heard I heard it's nice in the KBO. Talk to Eric yeah. go play in the KBO. Yeah. Yeah. Cry, you win the MVP over there, Josh. No one just, might set records. No over. one signed Josh Bell. That's Please. my official statement. Yeah, like Please, that. no one signed. Um, so other ideas that I had, um, and this would pain me, but I think it's probably what it would have to cost, is Aiden Miller, Justin Crawford, Christian McGowan for Dylan Cease. Oh, buddy. It would pain me. I mean, I, I would, would do that. probably do it. I would do it. I'd probably I would, do it. I would... Definitely do it. And uh yeah, so you have Wheeler, Cease, Ranger. Yeah. That'll play. Yeah, that's that'll be good. Pretty good. I would be very in on that. I would rather trade for Cease than Burns because I think you get him for cheaper. Uh yeah. And he's under contract for another year yep. rather than Burns, which is just this year. And I think there's there's room to grow still with Dylan Cease. Um two bullpen pieces. Daniel Hudson for one year, eight million. So I almost had Daniel Hudson. On my list. He's still I, good, dude. He, he's been on my list. I think three perfect offseasons. I almost just threw him on there. He's always hurt. Yeah. Will not be reliable. 
But if you get in the postseason, Daniel Hudson's healthy, they're winning the World Series. Another, yeah, he, a guy who's had some big, big moments too. Oh, I'm an idiot. I realized. Forgot my Jesse Chavez. Oh, no. my number one target yeah. of the perfect golf season. Obviously, Jesse Chavez. Yeah, how could you? <laughs> number one target. Hilarious. Well, he can replace. To, uh, to do the Jesse Chavez thing and then forget to include him in your perfect golf season is high level. He's going to take Dylan Covey's role. There you go. There you go. Jesse Chavez. Go. Please sign him. Yeah. That's my. New, do you think that? Do you think that campaign is going to pick up on WIP? Yeah. Probably, Jesse Chavez yeah. or trout fishing, which like which honk, you think people honk for Jesse? Yeah, come on down. <laughs> yeah, come on down. Um, I think trout fishing probably will work better. Probably yeah. has a better chance. Also, you know the, the <sighs> I will say that the trout fishing thing with the pH, like it is, it does work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 like a built-in catchphrase. Thank that you. Is just very good. Were you the first to do that? Uh, yeah, I mean, we were talking about it in meetings. Well, I know, so I mean, I know. I'm saying, were you the one who did it? Yeah. Because I know in the pod you said it, and I was like, oh, it's a, that's Oh, no, we talked about it before, yeah. We, we were in a meeting, and I was like... Oh, Wait, we it was like, you. You yes, came up with me and Rod and came up with it, yeah. Uh, did that just sound like it was actually Rod? And you well, no, it I came up with it, and then we were going back and forth on names. Okay, okay, okay. And then he was like, fishing for trout? And I said, trout, trout fishing, fishing sounds better. Yeah, got it, got it, got it, got it. So Daniel Hudson, uh, and then Robert Stevenson, who is nasty for the uh, Robert Stevenson is nasty. Would like him as well. Yeah, <laughs> bounce back, uh, Ryu. Uh, Yunjin Ryu. Yeah. This is an option. Why not? <laughs> if we're looking for, if, if I like him. If we're looking for a fifth starter to replace Tom Walker, I forgot to put him in there. Severino, Fetty, Montas, Ryu. This is like, why don't we just? I mean, minus Fetty, just take us back four years, and we perfect. Are, we, we are locked in with these guys. Yeah. Might as well sign two of them because one they're gonna get well, hurt. I think that would be the move. And again, I don't think they would cost as much as you no. initially thought. No. So bring me him. And then if they want to, um, if they don't believe in, if they trade Rojas, Pache probably doesn't have the trade value. But if they do trade one of those guys or both, not both of them, and they would like a defensive first center fielder that's still pretty good. I mean, Harrison Bader. Want a gold glove? Another guy you've been trying to get here forever. Want a gold glove? <laughs> I know. I love great it. defense center fielder. Hit big home of, runs for the Yankees. A lot of f- familiar names. Yeah, here today. I yeah. like it. Well, listen, man, I'd I'd like my players. Yeah, I do think. I think the drought fishing thing actually could happen. Like it should. I, I I know. Like I don't. I I think there's almost no chance they will trade for Juan Soto. I would love it. I just don't see it happening. I think there is a low chance that they will sign Yamamoto. I hope they do it. They just haven't been connected well, at least to him. Well, but at least they're into him. They're into him. I think of all the stuff we talked outside of reliever moves and stuff. I think the trout thing, it just, it just makes sense. Like it just feels like that's what's supposed to happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. I mean, it's supposed to happen. Is yeah. I, I think it makes logical sense. Like I, I don't. I don't know why Trout would stay in LA. I don't know why the Angels would want to keep paying him right now. Like I don't. I think it makes sense for him to move on. And when you take that first step, it's like where else would he go? Who no. else would want him that would make perfect sense? You know. Yeah. So I, I and his career here. I it gets to keep his Eagles tickets because we would in, take them it's from a him. Narrative that I can follow, if you know what I mean. Yes, good. I'm proud of you. Um. Yeah. It just, it's it feels like it's time. And I, I just think that if like if Bryce Harper calls him and he says, "Hey man, Mike, come on, come on, come on," it's it, it'll be both of our teams, you know. Uh, like, Mike, Mike will be like, "You need to give me your team." Yeah. I just want to go and uh, put my head Let down and play, play baseball. Let me just go play. Put my head down and play. Exactly. Um, go to some Eagles games. Yeah. So like, I did. Honestly, that's. What they, I mean, if they it might really, be Bryce time. Like Bryce might have to start recruiting. Uh, okay. Why don't we use our resources here? Get Jalen Hurts to call him. Get Nick Sirianni to call him. Like this well, guy clearly gonna... cares about the Eagles more than anything else. Like, yeah. you know, use some resources. Kelsey, here. Get Jason Kelsey on the phone. Yeah. Yes. Carson, get Carson. Maybe he's in LA. I think it's actually yeah. a battle. Oh, if we're gonna hang out, yeah. You think they're gonna hang we'll out? Try at dinner. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. It's 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 something that I think if you talk your way through it more, is the injuries there? Yes. Is the contract big? Yeah. But if you can you can find ways to get off some of that money if you need to. And who knows how much the Angels are willing to pay if you want to give them more prospects. So where it's like you know it's it like, if they can get it down seven years, two hundred million dollars for Mike Trout. Is that not a win? Yeah. So I and again, I'm I'm still nervous about it. I'm still not fully on board. But I will say, I think the best argument for it is just getting him out of out of that organization. Like, it's really seriously though. It's like really hard to to judge who you are and what you do when you're with the Angels because it's a a trash organization where they get the least out of their players and they 
I, I mean, again, I don't know enough to, to I've not, you know, dove, dove deep on it, but I would guess they're probably worse at keeping their players healthy. They're probably worse at managing injuries. They're probably, cause they're worse at all this stuff. So I think getting him into a, a top flight organization, I can't believe I'm saying about that Phillies, but that's where we are. Mm-hmm. I think, I think that, that that's the thing that makes me most hopeful about it. Come on down, Mike. Come on home. Welcome home. Come on home, Mike. Oh my it's time, pal. Oh. It's time. It's it 100% be, time. It would be hilarious. It'd be amazing. Yeah, it would be it, fun. Plus, Nola left, so 27's open. Oh. Oh. Just saying. Oh, I didn't even think about Just that. Just saying. You don't think they retired 27? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Nola's definitely gone, right? Like I feel, think he's gone. Yeah. Do you think he's going to go to the break? I still think he's going to be a Cardinal. You've said that for a while. I still think he's going to be a Cardinal, but... The the, the wife being from Georgia thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. It would be weird. It'd be It'd very be... weird to see Aaron Nola on the Braves. I but would... also, like, I, I'm not going to be... St- I wouldn't be scared of Nola on like, the Braves at all. up at night. No. But they would go, you know... They probably went 120 free, regular season free games. Strider yeah. Nola is a pretty I, nasty one, I, two, three. I, it would just It would just suck, like, more than anything. I... I I, so I don't want to hate Aaron. I don't want to be annoyed exactly. Aaron. Exactly. I just want to. I want to be like, bleep you, Aaron. Really, like, of all the teams, go well, to especially twenty-eight other teams. Just don't pick that one. He goes with Kranitz, and Kranitz gets him back to twenty-eighteen oh, for him. Kranitz thing too. He's going to the Braves. I think he's probably going to be a Brave. <laughs> the more the more the more and more we think about, it, he's probably going to be a Brave. Yeah, I think it's Ben because you know they all these I guys. Know, I, know, I know. I know. I know. I know. I didn't. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. This was good. Yeah, I've been really, really good about this exercise. Except every time I think about the Phillies now, I do still get mad. So I, know. I get sad. I don't get mad. I get sad. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I've reached the mad. So good. I'm mad. proud of you. I just get like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. It's right there. It's right there. It was right, right there. Right in front of us. Yeah. Taste it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's okay. <laughs> it's, the good part is it's really easy to get back. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> That's yeah. What's, I mean, history says we should have no problem winning one. So. That's why they need Mike Trout. That's why it's time to go Trout. Oh, uh, buddy. All right. You got any final thoughts? Yeah. yeah. You do? Whoa. I do. I do. Oh, my God. You were just shocking me all over the place today. I'm loving it. Um, I. Rob Thompson cannot miss the bell. That was really bad. I mean, I wasn't going to bring it up because I didn't want to do our guy dirty. Come on, Rob. I mean, that was. It was, was bad. Really bad. It was yeah. bad. And then, and then because now if they miss the playoffs next year or they don't make the World Series, that's just going to be a gif. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. And Honestly, it's going to be anytime he screws up, it's going to be that. Yeah. yeah. So I would like it scrubbed <laughs> from the internet, <laughs> deleted, and and redo it. Yeah. I think it's a great goal. And don't try, to, don't try to take a baseball swing at it. Yeah, well, that was his problem. Like, what are you back, doing? It's like, dude, it's a bell. Just tap it. Just with hit the, it. <laughs> a little like that. Just hit it. So, you went two hands. You can go two hands. Like, just boom, one hand. Yeah. You're not going to break the bell. Know, You're not going to create the new Liberty Bell, Rob. <laughs> okay? Yeah, there's no crack. You really went for it. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate going for it. Yeah. Make contact. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, I'm with you. Thank you. I'm with you. I think we might be living in a simulation. I've never been a big simulation guy. Welcome aboard, buddy. I wasn't before either, but I'm I'm starting to starting to, to come around and our buddy Spike asking, big simulation guy. Just kidding. But I hear I hear the same Lady Gaga song every time I stop at the Wawa yeah. on my way in here. It's weird. It, it's every day. Yeah. It's every this, day. So do you go at the same time? It's around day? the same time. But it's so not, it's like not exact, every day at the same time. Okay, that's really weird. Is it literally every day? Dude, it's every time I'm there. So I I'm probably stopping at Wawa three times a week. And it's every it's the, time always the same lady guy. No, that's really weird. They, they it's always it playing the gas area, so maybe like there's no, no one's out there listening. Oh, I guess it could be they have a loop of like three songs that play and you just want to see the catch it. Always that song. Yeah, I like this. It's always that I song. I like this. This is a good reason for simulation. I see so something's yeah. up. Well, so whenever when I, I <laughs> always the Wawa. like whenever these things like um you know, I, I like to call it the universe winking at us, which, which is probably simulation. Whenever these things were like, you'll be talking with your wife about, and not like if your phone does it, because we all know these things listen to you. But like if you're like talking about a song you haven't heard in forever, years, but oh my God, I remember that song. And you get in the car and it's like the first song on the radio. Oh, yeah. Like that stuff, I'm always like, all right. I know it's probably going a coincidence, on? but like that was really weird. You yeah. know, so yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm open. It to just it. drives me, because every time I get out of the car, I'm like, am I gonna hear it today? Yeah, and I think, it. and then I'm always like, ah, I don't hear it, and then there it is. Yeah, drives me nuts. Weird. I like it. I don't know if we talked about this on this podcast before. I know. I think we talked about it not on the podcast. 
I've been thinking about it a lot. It's kind of like a take. I didn't even go to take back. So it's like kind of like a take back. It is take back. I forgot about take back. Um, perfect off season. Do you wrapped up in it? Do you think that in your lifetime you will see a different ballpark besides Citizens Bank Park? This is a great question. Like, because I, I hope not. Like, I think it has a chance to be like a Wrigley type ballpark. Uh, so, like, I'd say yes. You know, it seems like there are not many. Like, let's say, let's say, hopefully, I live to like a, a nice old age. Mm-hmm. You know, not likely, but possible. Um, actually, I'm I'm pretty old already. Actually, now that I think about it, like, yeah. will there be a new ballpark in the next fifty years next or forty years? Probably like fifteen years, twenty years, something. Like that. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. I probably won't see another ballpark. I think Citizens Bank is what I'm getting. I, I just, I don't want another ballpark. I'm good with it. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. The, everything, everything. My problem with all these modern stadiums is that they've gotten too fancy I to where it really kills the crowd noise and like kills what makes these ballparks special. Like Citizens Bank Park was like the end of the Camden Yards yeah. and like all of these. So like, I think it's a great take. I just, I, I, I don't ever really want another ballpark. I want to, when I eventually pass, I want. Citizens Bank Park to be the only Phillies park I know. Wow, that makes me feel old. I wonder if they're ever going to change the name because from... I've have seen another. What Phillies if Citizens Bank in my lifetime? Yes, if... this is my second park. Correct. Yes, every day. If Citizens Bank, for some reason, would go under, they're also oh, not allowed. To, they're not allowed to change yeah, the name either. I, well, they would, and I hate <laughs> they that. Hundred percent. I hate. I that. would then vote for a new yeah, ballpark. Yeah, th- that that's what I mean. Like that's that's the. It problem. has to be it Citizens has Bank to Park. Say CBP. Like it. Has which to. would you? Which would? Which would bother you more changing CBP or the link? Oh, I mean it's CBP by far. The link is like yeah. they could change. They could make a new link tomorrow. No, I'm talking about the it. name though. Oh, don't care about that as much either. It's CBP <laughs> for sure. Like the link is fine. Like it's a good name. Don't get me wrong. I like the link that we have the shortened. But like it's not like Lincoln Financial Field. Oh, okay. Like it doesn't do that much yeah. for me. Are you and like are you, obviously aesthetically like they like I actually would love a New Eagles stadium. I think the link is blah. Yeah, it's very blah. But it's hard to make a football stadium like not blah. Yeah, well, do what they like that Germany stadium. You see that with the, the retractable dome? Do something cool like that. No, but we can't. I don't want a dome can't. here. I'm saying like that type of like there is there is new technology that that I'm in on for stadiums if it's football. Plus, we can't let Elliot win. That's like no, we no dumb, no dumb, cannot nope, win. No, 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 football weather. What was your favorite iteration of the Wells Fargo Center? Was were you a Wachovia Center guy, I mean, the first well, Union I, Center I, guy? The FU. I mean, being able to call it the FU was the funnest. I'm a Spectrum guy, is what I. Oh, the whole new stuff. So is, old school. Yeah. I'm the spectrum. That's where right. I watched the, the the Phantoms win the 04 Calder Cup. That's where I went to my first hockey game. That's where I went to my first basketball game. It's where I saw fish play back what? in the day. Come on. The spectrum is my place. I was a first Union Center guy. Yeah. I like the, I, I did like calling it the FU Center. I mean, that's very especially childish. The age I was at when it was the FU Center, it worked well. It was yeah. it was right in my my wheelhouse at that moment. Yes. Um, and the final thing here is that the the A's are officially moving to Las I Vegas. Know, to, I announced today, unanimous. But they have that guy is three years. Worse, they have right, three years of, of not having a home ballpark. One. Oh, bring I hope them they home win the, to Philly. Bring them home. Bring them home. They can play in the River Shark Stadium. Oh, I love this idea. <laughs> Come on, man. Philadelphia A's for a few years. Let's Come on, go. Bring them back, man. Yeah, I love this idea. Bring them back. For... He's Connie Mack from the dead It'd be and amazing. do it all over again. be amazing. Yeah. One Where's year. Jimmy Fox? Three years. Three years of the of the Philadelphia it's A's Al again. Al Simmons when you need him. Yeah, bring them all home. Mickey uh, Cochran, where's he at? And then they never leave. And then we got two baseball teams here. <laughs> yeah, and then York. there's a knockoff high hopes for about the A's. <laughs> and we have a, a divided city. And then we have debates as to who's better. Um, the A's still have the most titles in Philadelphia history, right? Yeah. It's awesome. It's good <laughs> stuff. It's really well, what a, like handily. I think they won like five or something. Great. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But yeah, find a home for the A's. Let them play here. Bring them home. I, also, I love this idea. This is my, my favorite thing you said all pod. Bring the A's home. There would be nothing funnier than the A's, and it probably won't happen, than the A's winning the World Series in these next three years. Oh, Where man. would the parade go? Probably won't happen. <laughs> Don't want to listen. Uh, probably. Hey, look, to be fair, the, the Texas Rangers are at 102 losses a couple of years ago. Now they also bought their way to well, a title. The owner cares. Like, yeah, the, John Fisher is not winning anything, period, until he's in Las Vegas. But, like, all right, care. let's say they win the World Series. They're playing some games like Oracle Park. Just a hypothetical, yeah. Where's the parade? It's a great They question. would not have it in Oakland, I wouldn't no. think. No. No. Would they, have, would they have it in San Francisco? No, because I don't they, think they'd have a parade. I think they'd, they'd just. <laughs> 
<laughs> like a little celebration at the ballpark or something. Have it in Philadelphia. Would that count as a Philadelphia title if the A's win the next three hey, years? Buddy, we're not getting anything else. I'll take it. Yeah, we yeah. are. Yeah, I'll we take are. whatever title yeah, I can get. Yeah, we are. We're close. We're, we're getting there. Cigar. We're getting there. Um, so, yeah, bring the A's home. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> Do we title the pod perfect offseason or bring the A's home? I know. I go- <laughs> Perfect offseason is bringing the A's home. <laughs> I agree. That's, what do we want most this offseason? The A's coming home. Yeah. <laughs> Love that you went there. Yeah. It was really good work, right? My Thanks, grandfather's buddy. favorite. I grew up with stories of the Philadelphia A's. My grandfather was a Philadelphia A's fan. Loved Frog? Al Simmons. Is he on Frog Foot Frog in the watch? bucket. He used to call him foot in the bucket because when he would bat, he would step backwards ah. and hit. It's a really weird move. Like, kind of take a step back with his foot in the bucket, they used to call it. Isn't that weird? Yeah, no wonder no one could hit. You know, know. we didn't get these modern advances and watch in these hitting. guys, like, yeah, uh, yeah. That's Al dumb. foot in the bucket. And now that's what my grandfather told me. He might have been lying. Yeah, that's again. That's what I grew up with. Al foot in the bucket. It's, it's a lot of uh, tall tales. You know? <laughs> yes, it is. It's yeah, a lot right. of tall it's tales. What we do here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. We're good. We're good. You got to go do prep. Oh, if anyone, by the way, that is something I was going to say, if anyone listens to this right away to the people who listen right away, because we got Joan Didion comments. Like I didn't think people could actually finish the podcast. Yeah, it was very fast. It was very Joan Didion is immediate. So, now people, it was six minutes into the podcast. Right. So. True. But still the point is people were listening quickly. So people will listen quickly to you people. Jack's hosting the afternoon show today. Check yeah. it out. And tomorrow. And tomorrow. What? Big time. Yeah. Love it. But are you convinced the Eagles are a Super Bowl team? 215-592. Are you convinced of it? Do you really think that? Or do you need this run to believe that they're actually, actually a great team? 215-592-494. There's your preview. Maybe I'll sneak a little Phillies talk in for you. Of course. Of course. Got to. All right. Um, so no final thought. Obviously, it was the take back. We're good. Bring the A's home. I think that's my final thought, too. Bring the A's home. Yep. I'm willing to give away my whole perfect offseason to have the A's playing in Camden. Camden. Yep. Cannon River Sharks. Yep. I, I think the stadium's still there. I'm sure. not sure it is. Sure. Campbell Field. You know what? Build the stadium yeah. for him. Y'all. <laughs> He's home. We'll call it Shibe 2. How about this? Build it where the Sixers Arena is going to be. And then, and then they can transition over into the Sixers Arena. Yeah. Sixers have been fun. I'm happy I don't have to talk about them today, though. No. Oh, wait. I already did all day. All right. Good times. Uh, it's true. Yeah. All right. Always normal. Always normal. Always normal. Yeah. It's always, it's it's never something. Nope. It's always, Mm-mm. okay. Um, like our Phillies, there's never a problem. Nope. How about that? Like, but, but we could say that now and it's true. What yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. Go Phillies. Thank might you, Might be a John. special guest Thank on next you, week's Dave. podcast. How about that? There might be a special guest. Yeah. Which would be awesome. And maybe his name was mentioned at some point during this podcast. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll be back next week, potentially with a special guest. Until Thank you to the Friar. Our guy Tucker Bagley doing a great job. Maybe he will put in a drum roll. He probably won't. But Mm-mm. either way, I appreciate him. We appreciate him. And uh, we'll be back next week. Until then, he's Fritz and Seltzer. Seltzer.